0: Welcome to the Morning Sports On The Go, a whirlwind knock that uplifted an entire nation. Sri Lanka as a nation has been reeling under its worst economic crisis since gaining independence. With no foreign reserves, prices of essential items skyrocketing, a food scarcity, lengthy long queues to purchase cooking gas and with kilometres of long snake-like winding queues, lined up with cars, buses, tuk-tuks and motorbikes at fuel stations, this beautiful island nation has been weeping for months as the people live with the uncertainty of tomorrow but with hope that one day sooner rather than later that things may come back to normalcy. Even the Australian tour, which brought great joy at the beginning, with Sri Lanka making it public that the proceeds earned from this tour, approximately to be around US dollars 2.5 million, would be donated to the government during the country's great hour of need. Sri Lanka Cricket further announced that even the revenue generated from all the ticket sales would also be donated to the government. However, from a cricketing perspective, Sri Lanka's two back-to-back losses to Australia in the first and second T20 international matches played in Colombo and with it, the loss of the series and the Daraas Cup sent the cricket fans into greater depression. However, three days after losing the series to Australia and with the dead rubber of the final third T20 being contested in the heels of Candy, the Pallakale grounds was nevertheless packed to capacity when the coin was tossed up in the air and Australia for the first time in the series batted first. Australia got off to another flying start given by its openers, keeper Aaron Finch and David Warner and was sitting comfortably placed at 85-for-1 inside the 10th over. That start was expected, with both openers maintaining normal batting strike rates in the 140s. Sri Lankan baseman Dushmantha Chamira, who much was expected of, especially after his heroics in his debut IPL season, who went for 12 runs per over in the first T20, once again was tonked around going for over 11 runs as the Aussie openers smashed 11 fours between themselves. Later on, Stephen Smith, Matthew Wade and Marcus Toynis joined in with a late assault and took an instant liking especially to left-arm spinner Praveen Jaivikrama and went on to smash his 4 overs for 43 runs as they rattled up a decent score of 176 for 5 in their allotted 20 overs. The next 17 overs in the Sri Lankan Innings provided the home fans with hope when the team reached 67 for 1 inside 9 overs and to ultimate despair eventually needing 59 runs to win in the last three overs with sri lanka's collective top six batter's strike rate averaging a mere 122.5 compared to the aussie's 138.2 their batting dna seemed predictable in comparison to the aussie bowling attack that commanded respect for 117 overs of the 120 overs bowled in the three-match T20 series. Sri Lanka was staring at an empty barrel but nevertheless remained with hope, whilst many in the stands were reminiscing of a miraculous deposition of what Sri Lanka's all-rounder Asela Gunaratna once did also in the third and deciding game in a three-match T20 international series in Australia in 2019 when he pummeled a whirlwind 84 not out and pulled off a stunning victory when at one stage Sri Lanka needed to get 42 of 14 balls. If a captain named Cook once discovered Australia, then it was another captain named Dasun Shanaka of the Sri Lankan team that also discovered the secret of how to bash the dominating Aussie bowlers and pull off a freakish to some and a potentially capable victory for his team. Despite having an overall batting strike rate of 114.3, skipper Shanaka sent his entire nation into a frenzy when after scoring a mere six runs of 12 balls, he went berserk in demonstrating the art of pure power hitting to see his team score 59 runs of 17 balls to pull off a memorable victory that would be spoken of for many years to come. Aussie paceman Josh Hazlewood, who had tormented the Sri Lankan batters right throughout this series, bore the brunt especially by Dasun Shanaka as he picked up all the slower balls bowled at him and sent them sailing over the ropes thrice in a much-needed over that yielded 22 runs. This knocked the stuffing out of Hazelwood, who up until that point had sent down three overs for a mere three runs. With 37 runs needed of the last two overs to be bowled, Richardson's Jai and Kane, who had taken seven wickets between themselves in the second T20 International, were rattled too, with das Dasun and his partner Chamika Ratna taking 18 runs of Jai's over. When Kane Richardson's fifth ball of the last two was delivered, a full toss that made contact with Dasun Shanaka's willow, it provided the sweetest sound that could have been heard even 72 miles away in Colombo. The night sky under the floodlights in Kandy saw the ball being dispatched into orbit and sent sailing away to hit the side screen for a six over the bowler's head. With the scores tied, Kane Richardson ensured no more hitting was needed of the last ball as he sprayed a wide-to-hand Sri Lanka one of its cherished victories that will be remembered for a long, long time. Skipper Dasun Shanakas knock, no doubt uplifted an entire nation who, for those fortunate to have witnessed his heroics at the grounds and also for millions of fans glued to their television sets around the country, cast aside all their socio-economic and political woes to rejoice through a sport that brought great unity as one nation. This is Marlon Dale Ferreira signing off for the Morning Sports On The Go.